Hello, it's The Daily Curio, and I'm your host, Jeff Wagg, coming to you from the College of Curiosity. The unlikely birth of a religion. You've probably never heard of Sumbawa, Indonesia, but events there in the year 1815 helped create one of the world's fastest-growing religions. Sumbawa was the home of an industrious people known for their honey, horses, and horticulture. It was crowned by Mount Tambora, a dormant volcano. On April 5, 1815, residents heard gunfire, though they couldn't determine the source. Ships at sea thought they were hearing distress calls and fruitlessly searched the horizon for a stricken vessel. On April 6, the explosions continued as the rain turned to ash. At this point, the gunfire was recognized for what it was. The mountain was erupting. Over the course of the next few weeks, the volcano killed 11,000 people, either from the eruption or the resulting tidal waves. The force of the explosion was estimated to be four times the power of Krakatoa. Put another way, it contained the explosive power of 52,000 Hiroshimas. Nearly all life on Sumbawa was snuffed out. Sumbawa is far away from Europe, but the impact even there was devastating. Ejecta amounted to 100 cubic kilometers, and that which ended up in the atmosphere blocked the sun, which was already having a period of lowered radiation. Temperatures fell and crops failed. Estimates are as high as 90,000 deaths from famine and resultant disease throughout the summer of the following year, 1816. On June 2, 1816, 10 inches of snow fell in New England. Frost continued as late as July 8. With the end of the Napoleonic Wars and the first crop failures in Ireland, a mass emigration of over 20,000 Irish made their way to North America in 1815 to 1816. We understand pretty clearly what happened to the weather now. At the time, no one knew why things were so awful. Could this be the devil's work? A sign of the second coming? People turned to religion and revivals grew in popularity. The mass influx of Catholics to largely Protestant New England pushed some of the faithful farther west in the hopes of better crops and better communion. One young teenager moved with his family from Sharon, Vermont to upstate New York, a place under the influence of the Second Great Awakening, an anti-reason Christian revivalist movement. As the boy grew to a man in this environment, he began to see visions, and in one of these, an angel directed him to a buried set of golden plates. Years later, these would be translated into the Book of Mormon. You can be a Mormon, a Mormon just it's impossible to say if Joseph Smith would have founded the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints without an Indonesian volcano, but the events line up nicely. Next time, we'll learn about a murdered orphan named Edwin and why no one will ever be sure who took his life.